Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Spin FL. <laughs> what is up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. <laughs> I might I don't know if I could get through uh five minutes without doing that. Now that I have it. You got some new toys and yeah, you can't man. stop playing with them. Oh uh, <clears throat> new toys. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> the little party kazoo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Celebration. Oh, I could do that because my, my team won. My team won. Actually, we should do one to all of the fans out there whose team won. This is for you. <laughs> it's a celebration. If your team lost, I don't have anything. I need a aw. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, oh. man. Sorry, Falcons. Uh, yeah. I thought I thought you pull it through. Uh, should we just get right into it, man? It's been a crazy week in football. It finally ended with last night's game, and uh, mm. we'll go through all of the results uh, here. Um, you wanna you wanna yeah, kick was, us off? Oh yeah, pull out the uh, pull out the uh, flip them pick them results. Oh yeah, I haven't actually. Uh, hold on, let's see. You got eight. Mm-hmm. I got seven. Oh, I'm back in the winner's eight, seat. Seven. Yes. Eight to seven. Yes. <clears throat> All right. Man. That's close, uh, man. Is that right? I still, I really gained on you in the, not well, not last last week we tied, but in the previous weeks. Yeah, yeah. You were, you were getting at me. You won about three. And you so won let's like see. Four what then. total? Let's, let's check the total. Uh, you are at. 103. 103. And I am at uh, 88. Damn it. <laughs> I went about over 20. <laughs> um, yeah, there were some crazy. What? Yeah, we, I mean, obviously, it looked like the Falcons could have. Uh, yeah, let's start with that. It that out. Was, that's the first game showing here. We got Falcons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. uh, you chose the Falcons, right? Who won the toss? I won. The, I won the coin toss. I chose the Falcons because I thought, um, well, you know, after that dominant defensive performance the week before, I just kind of thought that was going to happen again, and I also thought they would be highly motivated. I didn't believe much in Taysom Hill. He played a lot better. Yeah, he did. Um, he he played a lot better. Uh, it feels like all of that, it, this is one of the things I really hate, especially it's like, you know, the week leading up to a game, you know, and, and everyone's talking about what's wrong, you know, oh, Alvin Kamara is not really doing anything. Taysom Hill doesn't look like a real quarterback. And I'm just like, damn it, this, you know, what's going to happen? <laughs> they're, they're going to, they're going to fix this problem. They're going to listen to this chatter all week long. They're going to fix this problem. And that's why we're going to lose. And that's, I mean, that being said, it's still a pretty close game. Yeah. They uh, used Taysom Hill top, traditionally more. He was dropping back to pass a lot more than in the other games. Maybe they were trying to get him warmed up or start reading stuff with him or something. Looks like there's you know, an actual could be one, it, Yeah, and it, and it could be one of those things where it's like, I mean, it, you kind of have to give him credit. You have to give Sean Payton credit. I mean, shouldn't surprise anyone that it takes – two or three games to kind of hit their stride with this Taysom Hill experiment. Yeah. Uh, and then of course, gonna... I mean, you have to go, I don't know. He's not, it's not like he's going to be the one to take over when, yeah. when Drew Brees retires, which apparently he will at the end of the year. Oh, um, wow. 
I could see him going somewhere else. You know, I could see him, you know, maybe winding up as like somebody else's. It better be somewhere without any wide receivers because almost every pass play when he dropped back, uh, there were only yeah. three routes out there because they were blocking with everybody else. Yeah. They had extra blocking. Yeah, though. I mean, it's a shame. I mean, I I feel like this game was there for the taking and the yeah. Falcons just didn't have it going on. But also credit to the Saints defense. I mean, they were um, they were good as usual. Um, I you know it, I'm I, I like um, y- your your buddy your Falcons fan. Yeah, Ken. Friend. Shout out to Ken, new listener. He's been writing to us. <laughs> He's been writing to us. Uh, he thinks that I should be tarred and feathered for not hating the Saints. That's fine. I can live with that. Um, but as far as like the shout out to give Matt Ryan a new nickname. Mm-hmm. He's super close, I think. His yeah. suggestion was Best uh, one so far. was Matt Stats. Stat oh, no, Ryan. Stats Matt. Stat Ryan. Stat Ryan. Shit's great. In my opinion, I think we should keep it closer to the original nickname and just call him Matty Stats. <laughs> <laughs> I like I, that. I really think that's his new what nickname. About Stat, what, what about Statty Ice? <laughs> no, he's not Ice, though. You got to take the ice off. Okay. Matty Stats, I think, is is my my favorite nickname for Matt Ryan now, and I love his justification for it because he brings up something which is precisely the same reason why it took me so long to kind of get to this point where I'm just, like, done with him, which is that people who defend Matt Ryan tend to do so by showing you his stats, which Mm -hmm. are impressive. And, And you keep thinking, like, you know, oh, if the Falcons can just, it's not his, it's not Matt Ryan, it's something else. If they can just fix that other problem, everything will be fine. Uh, but that's really not, I mean, if you, you go back to the, you know, the Super Bowl season, uh, you go back to the, the winning season the year after the Super Bowl, it really was not the case. Um, yeah, he's he's one of those quarterbacks who puts up like crazy stats, but he's yeah. he's not clutch, and you saw it very much so in this game. This is one of those things where we talked about this several weeks ago, where it's like, what is there like five quarterbacks in the league that if you only had two minutes on the clock and you needed a game drive, Matt Ryan is not one of those five no. on that list. Here's the thing, they you need a, I mean? you know what stat they need to add to all of this uh, next gen stuff. Should, What's that? They should add the stat of. Quarter or player that takes their team mm. out of field goal range. I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen. I don't think I ever seen. I don't think there's a quarterback or a player that loses yards like that. I'm like, he'll take a sack at the worst time, and it's so close to being in field goal range, and then it's just a dead drive. But then later in the game, if he does it, it's just a long fourth down because they have to mm-hmm. go for it on fourth down. It's like. I don't know. It's like his yeah. awareness just once it gets closer, maybe he's thinking of forcing it or something. But I also think that I actually think it, well in this particular game, it was Todd Gurley who took that big sack at the end. Oh yeah, that play, but that was um, a horrible play call. It was like and a that's pitch. Why it I was want... like a pitch, right? They pitched the ball out to a swing, like a almost a sweep, but without the yeah. blockers. And that's why, and that's why personally, you know, no disrespect to. Um, Raheem Morris, mm-hmm. uh, or the rest. Of, I just think it's time to just fucking clean house uh, on the coaching staff. Yeah. Uh, just a complete culture change. Um, because there's just like zero imagination with regard to the run game. Yeah. Um, it, it almost feels like they've only got like three plays that they run on the ground. Damn. And it's like, what the fuck? There's no, there's no misdirection. There's no trickery. There's no... It's, it's like the least creative offensive coordination I can imagine. It's it's crazy. Um, and also, since I know they're listening, um, <clears throat> I would like to say that along with that culture change, you also have an appearance change, right? Okay. New clothes, new look, new happening. I'm going all in. I want the Falcons to bring back the red uniforms, the red helmets. I want a whole new look for the Falcons next year. Oh, okay. All right. We'll I'm not, that's well, we not like they were like a winning team when they had <laughs> the red helmets, but I'm just saying, I think it would be kind of cool. At some point you got, they went, they tried to go with their retro black helmets, but I'm like, 
How's that? That doesn't look that retro to me. Like that just looks like a shittier version of the actual Falcon logo, uh, you know, from the seventies. Well, we'll see. Um, I mean, if it, if you're winning, it looks good. So no matter of what, of course, you always look like, no matter what you're wearing, as long as yeah. you're winning, you look awesome. Well, we didn't say it, but the mm -hmm. score was uh, 21 to 16. The Saints won. Uh, mm. I thought the the Lions. Oh, they won! I forgot that they won because the whole game, the Bears led the entire game. I thought the Lions mm. would win. Our theory is still alive because I texted you saying our theory was dead. Yep. Of the yep. uh, the coach gets fired, team gets fired up. That's what I call that. Coach fired, team fired up. Uh, theory. It's still true. It's still there, man. The Lions fired Matt Patricia. Were, who, the Bears were up by. The Bears were up by ten with like five minutes to go. Yeah, I thought it was over. I texted you like, "Well, I guess our our theory's dead." <laughs> uh, but uh, Matt Patricia, who oh, by the way, uh, it was a hoax that whole Twitter thing. There was just somebody who uh, yeah. expected him to get fired and started that Twitter account in September and just waited. What a prank! I was, I was both disappointed to find out that it was a hoax, yeah. but also very much impressed. Yes. It was like a twenty-something young twenty-something-year-old uh, Rams fan, yeah, who pulled this thing off. Yeah, man. Uh, what, what a, what a clever trick. I, yeah. I mean, I wanted it, but I really wanted it to be true. Man, I want a coach. I think all coaches out there on the hot seat, Adam Gates. I'm talking to you. Need to lean into this shit, man. When you get fired, every sport. Mm. When you get fired. Have a burner account, man. You can always say it's not you and, and point at this as like, of course it's not me. Look at the Matt Patricia mm. thing. <laughs> I exactly. think I think that's good. Yeah. Uh you said the uh Texans would beat the Colts, right? <laughs> no. No, well, you said the Colts they would beat the Texans. Did. No, you said the Colts would beat the they, Texans. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I did say that. You said it with uh, a laugh too. Yeah, I mean they they um I mean, the, the Texans nearly did. I mean, I, yeah. Texans are shaping up to be, uh, to be, you know, there's always like a handful of teams in the last, you know, four or five weeks of the season that you just, you know, have, have underwhelmed throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, and suddenly towards dreams. the end of the season, you're like, <laughs> I do not want to play. Yeah. These guys are playing like they have nothing to lose because they, because they don't. Spoilers, um, man. The spoilers. That's the worst. And the Texans, I think, are falling into that spoiler category because yeah. they, I mean, if it wasn't for that bad snap at the end, they probably, I mean, where what the bad snap on like the fucking four or five yard line? I mean, the, yeah. it, I mean, Deshaun Watson would have walked that in easy, I think. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, so that, yeah, the Texans, there's, there's gonna be, I mean, the the next coach that comes in there because I doubt they'll stick with <laughs> Romeo Cornell, but the next coach that comes mm. in. Is at least knows that they got their quarterback. I would say if I were them, start on the inside, build out. Don't try to mm. get shiny new toys. Get some fucking like people you'll never hear from again. Offensive and defensive mm. interior linemen and keep mm. them uprights because that's your money right there. Jeez, mm. they never do it, man. Everybody I'd be a little. I don't know if we uh, do. We have Colts fans listening. I'd be really nervous if I'm a Colts fan right now. Do we have um, a Colts fan? Uh, no, we only had no, no Colts fans. If you're out there, let really, us know, man. To, I know they're eight and four, and I know that they won this game, but uh, they're one of the teams on my list of teams that I think are most likely to experience uh, like a late season nosedive. Like it, it just feels like, you know, for all the talk of their defense and playing well, and uh, it, it just feels like. It feels like they could easily miss the playoffs, the Colts. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I think they might fall apart. And and I just don't It's like they're I'm running sorry, out of man. gas. I don't trust I don't trust uh our boy. Drew Brees. Mm. Yeah. Uh the teams yeah. that aren't represented yet are the uh mm. Cowboys, the football team. That's the Eagles. Surprising. So I, I might be wrong, but so far I don't remember uh, anybody saying Cowboys, football team, Eagles, Panthers, Cardinals, Packers, Lions, Bills, Colts, Jaguars, Titans, Browns. It's kind of funny that hmm. it's not that many uh, playoff teams in that group. <laughs> Didn't we have, no, we got yeah. Cardinals, right? Didn't, we had a Cardinals. 
I think we got, yeah, we got a card. We got a good story about the Cardinals fan. We also had one who's didn't he? There was one guy who wrote us who said he started out as a as a Washington fan, but then he kind of gravitated somewhere else. Yeah, that might have been the Cardinals guy. Didn't his, I don't. Didn't remember. his dad? His, his dad was a Washington fan. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. We've been getting some great letters from fans. I love it. Yeah, it's man. Beautiful. It's been it's been great. Yeah. It's really interesting to see how how people get into it and which teams they gravitate towards um you know when they're when you're not kind of born into it i guess yeah um we can uh we can read one on when the, I moved here. on the thursday episode we'll read what? uh we'll read a origin story or yeah we'll do it on the thursday or the friday yeah, friday episode. it was like when i moved here i was told when i first moved to sweden by my father-in-law that i had to be a hammerby fan oh really um which I replied like, yeah, okay, we'll see. And then I kind of traveled around and and experimented with all three Stockholm teams, um, Horror. and had some experiences with all of them. And then, um, and then I eventually realized that I am I that mostly because of the Hammerby fans. Uh. like it doesn't like they seem to be like they seem to get larger in number, like even when they lose. There was something about the like they seem to have the best. In my opinion, they have the best fan base. They may not be the best football team, right? Um, they definitely have the best fan base, and so that was why I kind of gravitated towards them. Uh, so I can relate to these people who are now kind of trying to figure out like where, where do I belong in this NFL universe? You know? Yeah. So it's cool. All right. Uh, who was next? Oh, Dolphins. Woo-hoo-hoo. Dolphins beat the Bengals nineteen to seven, as I predicted. Uh, Tua came out okay. slow at first, and then the Dolphins uh figured it out, and then uh, a bunch of stuff happened in this game. This game was was <laughs> sloppy. It was scrappy. Yeah. It was ugly. Um, and chippy. J- yeah. From uh, chippy. Tua there was an not- there was an ejection in the first half of Xavier Howard. No, 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 maybe that was the beginning <laughs> of the second half. Xavier Howard got yeah. ejected. Xavier Howard. I'm sorry. Xavier Howard, best cornerback in the NFL. I forgot his new last name. Xavier right. Howard, best cornerback in the NFL, was ejected, as well as uh, I think it was Matt Collins. Tyler Tyler Boyd, I think. Oh, Tyler Boyd. Oh, yeah, the two of them, but then later it was Matt Collins. But yeah. uh, Xavier Howard. I thought that was bullshit. I thought that was bullshit. What did you think? I didn't think either one of them should have been ejected. No, I didn't think so either. They both threw, like, kind, were, like, kind of swings. I'm like, yeah, it's not even a punch. Their hands were open. They hit each other's pads. It was no big deal. I thought, uh, not- yeah, I was scared that X was going to get thrown out because he's, uh, <laughs> it's part of the reason why we, I was like, man, we're going to fucking lose this game without him. But, uh, we pulled through. <laughs> there was also later in the game, uh, actually number 36, I forget his name, who got thrown out, or Williams, I think it was. Um, he got thrown out later because there was a full on, basically a brawl. Um, there were two back to back punt interference plays. One was considered personal foul. The second one was just punt interference, yeah. even though the second one was worse. This dude just launches into the punt returner, which is the, one of the most vulnerable players in the NFL. Is somebody How did that guy punt. not get ejected for that shit? Uh, it's it's a it's, it's a penalty of catch interference, so it's not a ejectable. I but like they, I think you just looked at that and kick him out for uh, unnecessary roughness. Totally. Twice. He did it twice. Uh, and then to me, I was okay. I was all in for this because it just felt like to me it, like it was like one of the few occasions where it felt like an NFL football game turned into a hockey game. Yeah. Where it was like a bench clearing brawl on yeah. both sides. Okay. And it, it lacked intensity, but I was I was super excited when this happened. Can we talk about why the Miami Dolphins bench cleared? Tell me. Because Brian Flores charged at <laughs> the uh, yeah. coaching staff of the <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals like, this is bullshit. And he's going over there and he's pointing at somebody. I wish I knew who he was pointing at because I'd like to see their face. Because he looked, I've always hmm. thought he was a scary looking dude. But him coming across the field like that, man. And then the players like stormed it too. Like, oh shit, it's, it's on. 
man, I mm. got so happy that this is my coach, man. I'm, I was, I'm, uh, I, I knew it. And when I saw it, I knew you were going to say that. And I got to tell you, I've never been more jealous that <laughs> he's not my coach. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, honestly, like, he's got, I've, I've, I like him already. It doesn't, you know, I've already kind of been warming to him this year. Uh, just from paying attention to him more. And I got to tell you, this thing that he did on Sunday, just he, I feel like he skyrocketed to the top of the list of like definitely one of my favorite coaches Man. in the NFL. And uh, there was also a, a, a player uh, who got ejected for throwing a punch too. A, a trainer got hit in the melee or whatever. He was, or somebody, uh, a member of the staff of the Bengals. And uh, Devontae Parker. Best wide receiver on the Dolphins got kicked out. Matt Collins, another wide receiver. And then one Bengals player who also earlier in the game stomped on the ankle of a, a offen- of an offensive lineman of the Dolphins. Mm. And that came mm-hmm. out. And they're going to uh, they're gonna find him. But, and, but they said no one will be suspended from uh, all I- of the melee, <clears throat> which I think is good. Yeah, that's fine. Especially I mean- when none of the people in trouble are the – I think the dude's getting fined for running into Grant. He's going to get oh, fined. Oh, he should. Sure. But, uh, for sure. man, that shit was uh, crazy, and I was so happy. And then you, Zach Taylor, the coach of the Bengals, who's now on the hot seat, was nowhere to be mm. found. Mm-hmm. And they showed that there's a, an image out there, a meme of the uh, offensive linemen from the Bengals mm. all seated during the yeah. whole thing. And they're like, just like, just like normal. They're not protecting anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but the game, I thought, was closer than it should have been, even though it didn't feel close as you watch it once the second half started. They didn't score in the second half, but it was a slow game, and I knew the Dolphins would win, and they did. And I hope the Dolphins look, because they play the Chiefs next week, I hope they look like they did in the second half uh, as compared to the first mm. game, offensively. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You said the Vikings would beat the Jaguars. What a nail-biter. This was a mess. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I, even if you're a Vikings fan, I, I don't see how you could walk away from this victory feeling good about yourself. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't get it. I mean, the, the, you know, the field goal kicker basically bails them out at the end. After missing, how many did he reason, miss? He, he's the reason why they were in trouble in the yeah. first place. I mean, he. He missed a field goal. I think he missed two extra points. Yeah. Yeah, it's this crazy. Is pathetic. Uh, um, before, <clears throat> when we picked Flip Pick Pick'em, <clears throat> I said, this is the one. This is the game. We're talking Raiders-Jets now. The yeah. Raiders beat the Jets 31-28. I said the Raiders would beat the mm-hmm. Jets. This was the game I said, this is the one victory for the Jets. And uh, we kind of laughed it off. But I said it was... Mm-hmm. You know, it, I would don't be surprised if the Jets win, and the Jets should have won this game. I kind, I mean, I, I as much as we laughed about it, I mean, I kind of agreed with you. Yeah. Um, I, I thought, I, I thought the Raiders would come back with a much better performance after getting smoked by the Falcons the week before. Yeah. Um, maybe that's them. But I was, ex- I was expecting the Jets to spoil somebody's party. Yeah. And this kind of looked like it could have been it. Uh, and it certainly played out that way until the end. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I mean, they, they played a good game. Um, <laughs> I mean, they just the dumbest fucking eight man blitz on the, on the face who of the does, planet. Who does that? Who does that? Greg Williams. Greg Williams <laughs> does that. Man, you should see his burner account. Oh my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> that guy's probably got like a criminal burner account. <laughs> Um, so yeah. So for anybody who missed this game, Jets were up. What, how much time was left on the clock? What was it? I don't know. A couple like of seconds. Se- uh, four, no, yeah. It was like the last play. It was like, uh, I don't know, eight, six seconds, something like that. Six or seven seconds left on the clock. I mean, he, like everybody on the face of the planet knows that, you know, in that scenario, um, I mean, they're, they're what is it? They're like like over 40 yards away from you know, Raiders are over 40 yards away from scoring a touchdown. You drop everybody deep because you know that it's going to be a deep throw 
And the one thing they have is a quarterback with a big arm and maybe the fastest person in football. Henry yeah. Ruggs. So instead of doing that, they sent an eight-man rush. Of 11. There's asked, 11 players, everybody. <laughs> yeah. And then they asked an undrafted rookie free agent to cover a guy who might arguably be one of the top five fastest dudes in the league, <laughs> Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Uh, and he got suckered into a double move, and and Ruggs just blew by him. And who double move? What did you? What do you expect? Yeah. What move? What you expect a comeback route with no time left? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It just makes it seem like it's all, I don't know, like WWE shit. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I thought the, I thought the Jets would. Uh, I don't know. I thought the Jets were going to pull it out and not be winless. And it looked like they're tanking for real. And I also thought at that point, I'm I'm pretty sure everybody thought the uh, Jaguars would win. So it wasn't even that bad for them in this tank for Trevor thing. If they mm. would have won the game because they would have been one in 11. Ah, they're going to go down as I don't know. I don't know how, if they win anymore. I don't remember who they have. That was the one I thought. I was they like, uh, they, they'll, they'll pull it <clears> off against the Raiders. But I don't care. Fuck and, this, <laughs> and this call was a big deal, too, because yeah. you even had the players kind of yeah. uh, talking shit about it yeah. after the game. Um, you had, you know, sports writers calling for this dude to get fired. He eventually did get fired. Yeah. Um, you know, for anybody who doesn't know who uh, Greg oh, Williams yeah. is, he's he's perhaps most famous for um, wait 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 one one thing i want to say real quick i think we should start yeah. a segment called fuck that guy <laughs> mm-hmm. and this will be That's the fuck one. that guy segment so uh so now we'll I go like in that. I, I need an audio though fuck that guy go ahead <laughs> oh yeah let's do it the fuck that guy <laughs> noise oh here it is <laughs> just a sensor beat that's all the noise here but yeah go ahead uh yeah so greg williams in my personal opinion should not even be a football coach uh he was busted several years ago for running what they called a bounty scandal bounty gate right yeah for the for the saints essentially he was offering his defensive players cash money in exchange for injuring players on the other team for causing them to have concussions. And I mean, he's, he deplorable, absolutely fucking deplorable. Uh, Like you said before, off, off mic, uh, part of the old guard. I I, I have no doubt that this probably went on in the old days. Um, But dudes like this do not need to keep getting hired to be in this they they don't belong. Not it's just it, it's a bad look for a league that is trying to sort of clean up its reputation regarding all of the how the fuck in an era when you're trying to act like you give a shit about people getting concussions that a dude like Greg Williams can get hired again. How's I mean, that possible? My advice to any coach that wants to continue with this, uh, with these bounty gate type of things or like uh, paying for injuries, uh, just don't kneel during the anthem and you'll keep a job. Yeah, and, and <laughs> if Kaepernick can't come in the league, and this dude is out here paying people to hurt people, you know what I'm saying? This is bullshit. It's bullshit. And it's not. It's not like this guy is good. Like, fine, okay, nah. you know, I guess the Saints were good when he was there, but then he goes on and becomes defensive coordinator for the 0 and 16 Browns, yeah. and now he's you know defensive coordinator for what looks like it's going to be an 0 and 16 Jets. Yeah. So what? Who the fuck hired? The next team that hires this guy, what was um, his? First, he was somewhere like, where he had a good deal. It's like he's living off of that. What team was it? He was a defensive coach of. Wasn't he? Was he with the Rams for a while? It might have been the Rams. I think he was with the Rams. He might have. I think he may have been with the Rams when they were still in St. Louis. 
before they went back to LA. Like, like the uh, what did they call them? Greatest Show on Turf. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Not that he had anything to do with that. He was at Oilers Titans. So that's a long time ago. God damn, Oilers. Uh huh. But when he was defensive coach, it was. It looks like Jaguars, and then oh, he was defensive coordinator of the Jaguars, and then he was defensive coordinator of the Saints. So the Saints is, I guess, where he made his big. I guess they went to the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Was he there when they won the Super Bowl? Maybe. Yeah, I think that's the year they won when they brought him in. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> so that's probably how he wrote his check. Yeah. Man, fuck that guy though. He can't be. He can't yeah. do that shit, man. Fuck that guy. No, dude. Right. He gotta go. <laughs> exactly. All right. Next game. Mm. Uh, Browns. <laughs> Browns beat the tight. It was yeah. not, It was. It looked closer than what it was. Forty-one to thirty-five. The Browns win. The Browns are nine and three. They beat the Titans handily. Uh, Titans uh, put yeah. up an effort at the end and garbage time. But uh, Baker Mayfield looked better than ever. This was a really funny game because, I mean, going into it, all the talk was about Derrick Henry versus the one-headed monster versus the two-headed monster. Yeah. Derrick Henry on one side, Calvin Hunt on the other. Yeah. Uh, and I went into this game, you know, prepared to, um, you know, for me, I, I, I kind of believe the Browns would pull this out uh, because, you know, that old thing that your father used to always tell you, two heads is better than one. I'm like, well, okay, <laughs> I'll take the two-headed monster. Who'd you bet on? Who'd you pick? Uh, I, th- I think I wound up taking the Titans. Yeah, actually. you did. You picked the Titans. Yeah, I got suckered into that. Uh, <laughs> I, You know what? You know what it was? I think I remember. When I think back to it, I think I said, I believe – I think it's more likely that Baker Mayfield will fuck this up than Ryan yeah. Tannehill. I believed more in Tannehill. And shit, was I wrong? Because for all the talk about the running backs, Baker Mayfield stole the show. Yeah, man. Big time. And I mean, the, was on half the commercial. The question, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the question still remains, can he do this two weeks in a row? You know, he, he, Can he do it two weeks in a row? Can he do it three weeks in a row? Um, maybe, but I, I mean, whatever. If you just want to talk about his last game, the guy just absolutely crushed it. I mean, it was 38-7 to 7 at halftime. Uh, dude threw – how many touchdowns did he throw? Four? Four, I believe, yeah. Five? Four, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, the Browns' defense stepped up. I mean, Henry – yeah. I mean, he, he kind of lit it up in the second half, but he yeah. didn't do anything in the first there half. Was some Nothing. It was just uh, – I guess Brown was the one that was – Keep it a minute, uh, AJ Brown. Jeez, he that guy's like, a monster. Man. He's almost like a DK Metcalf with a little less beast. <laughs> if DK Metcalf yeah. were human, <laughs> yeah, which he's not. Yeah, exactly. No, he's alien from outer space. That guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we got. Uh, yeah, this was a uh, this was a good game. I I enjoyed watching it. It was fun. All right, I said the uh, Rams would beat the Cardinals. The Rams did beat the Cardinals, thirty-eight to twenty-eight. Yeah, uh, nothing much to say about yeah, that. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it, it, it looked it, it worked out how we thought it would. Uh, I think the Cardinals are also on my list of potential nosedive teams. Yeah, man. I uh, think they may be. Yeah. On the way out. Yeah, they're on their way down. Uh, there's a whispers out there that the uh, Kyler Murray is hurt. That he's playing mm-hmm. hurt, so. He's not running as much as he was before either, so maybe there's something to that. Uh, the uh, you thought st- stupidly that the Seahawks would beat the Giants, but the Giants me I, <laughs> I felt like everybody on the planet felt yeah man. like that was gonna happen. They ruined everybody's gambling day. The Giants did, winning seventeen to twelve over the Seahawks. The Seahawks had twelve points, and then, was, and part of it was I, a safety. I, yeah. They yeah, they spent a large portion of the game with five points on the board. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, man. What the heck? What weird. Uh, so there goes that Russell uh, Wilson, who's never had a MVP vote, but has steadily been a top five quarterback in the league. You're not going to get an MVP vote this year either. <laughs> no, definitely not. It's weird because I feel like they're 
I feel like the Seahawks defense is getting better. Yeah. But I feel like their offense is getting worse. Uh they're also eight and four. Uh, so Yeah. I mean they're obviously, you know, probably quite likely to make the playoffs. Yeah. They're gonna uh, make the playoffs. Damn, we'll, see. we'll see if Pete Carroll gets yeah. it together. The Packers beat the Eagles handily. <laughs> uh as uh I said, right? That was me that said that, right? Mm, yeah. Yep. I said the yep. Packers beat the Eagles. Yep. They win thirty to sixteen. We got to see Jalen Hurts playing quarterback for a little bit because Carson Wentz is checked out for the past four weeks. My favorite, my favorite part of this game was how many times they kept cutting to Carson Wentz on the sideline, <laughs> and he he still had his helmet on. Yeah, yeah. As if it was just a matter of time before he was going to come back in the game. <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> I was like, dude, dude you, oh, you they can, didn't tell you. You can take that thing off. Somebody <laughs> needs to give you a. You know, a fucking a mess up. You put on <laughs> a scully. Put on, you put on your scully, bro, because you're done for the day. Yeah, put your eagle scully on, bro. Yeah, Take your mouthpiece out, yeah. dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. All right. Uh, the, because uh, Jalen Hurts looked pretty good. I thought he looked good. I he mean, looked all right. For a rookie. He looked good yeah. for a rookie quarterback. Okay. I mean, he came out. He he put a he put a drive together. He had that lovely kind of like lofted touchdown. I mean, he yeah. Carson Wentz couldn't throw a touchdown pass. They didn't have any touchdowns until that guy came in. That's true. And it was a perfect throw. It was like it wasn't a dart. Uh, he just kind of lofted it up there perfectly. Yeah, we'll it was a beautiful throw. Yeah, pump your brakes, man. Wait till he sees some defenses that aren't in a prevent. Well, pump your brakes a little bit. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got you. They've already announced that he's going to start next week. Have they? So. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. we'll see. Saw it this morning. Uh, and probably, so have- and probably the biggest shock, and it's probably there's teams that are sighing a big sigh of relief uh, that. It's a little too late for them, but the Patriots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as you said, they would win, right? Yeah, you said Belichick versus rookie, and that's exactly what it was. And they stomped yep. a mud hole in the Chargers. If I, and <laughs> and when the Dolphins beat the Chargers bad, uh, Justin Herbert shaved his head. What's he gonna do now? Scalp himself? <laughs> like what's next? <laughs> the Patriots beat them forty-five to zero. They're six and six. They're probably gonna be on the outside looking in, but. They've outperformed uh, what people thought after three games in, you know. Yeah, put the Patriots on the spoiler list. So I, I, he, they're going to be out there spoiling people's playoffs. They might spoil ours. Dreams. They might spoil Miami. They might spoil Buffalo. Because you're playing them next week, aren't you? No, we play the Chiefs, and then I think it's Patriots. Oof. Yeah, so, uh, and then Raiders somewhere the in there. It, it's probably, uh, I think it's Chiefs, Raiders, then Patriots, and then Buffalo, so. Miami's, it's not. A, Damn, y'all got a tough road to the playoffs. Are the Raiders tough? Are the Chiefs really tough? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Speaking of the Chiefs, they only put up 22 points against the Broncos. I guess their Broncos defense is pretty good. They were uh, kicking field goals, man. Uh, yeah. So I'd say the. Uh, but they did have that one touchdown that didn't get. Oh, yeah. Tyreek Hill. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. He was so crazy, he didn't even think he caught it. Yeah. I, I mean, it was – you kind of have to go back and see the replay. It's almost impossible to describe. Um, I mean, it, it, it makes no sense that he actually caught that ball. But they, uh, they didn't challenge it, right? Didn't Andy Reid not challenge? They didn't challenge it because Andy Reid said that when Tyreek Hill came to the bench, he said uh, – uh, he's like, I, I, I didn't catch it. He Like, he literally thought he didn't catch it. Because he oh, lost uh, sight of the ball. I didn't know that he was just one. assumed it bounced off the ground. And uh, Andy Reid said, that's the first time in my entire NFL career that a receiver told me he didn't catch the ball. Because <laughs> they always go, yeah. man, I caught that shit. It's, like, a, that it's shit. like an NBA player saying, yeah, I fouled him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Foul? <laughs> uh, yeah. So the Broncos hung in there with the Chiefs. Kudos to them, but they still lost 22 to 16, as everyone uh, predicted, even though they probably ruined a lot of people's gambling uh, after looking like they did against the Saints. Uh, Mm -hmm. Another big shock coming out of the AFC East was the way Buffalo. I 
I was saying fool's gold. I don't know, man. Josh Allen might be it, man. Watching him play, yeah. if he plays like he did against 49ers, they're going to be scary uh, for the next few years. But they were uh, – uh, yeah, 49ers are getting healthy, too. It's not like it's the 49ers from earlier in the season. But they win 34-24. Yeah. Uh, Who do you think would win? Oh, that was me, huh? You picked the 49ers. Or, wait, no. No, 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 no. I, I must have picked the Bills okay. because you picked the Chiefs. Okay, yeah. That's right. I picked the Patriots. You picked the Chiefs. I picked the Bills. Um, yeah, I mean, it. yeah. I mean, I, that was one of my notes here for you. I, uh, Josh Allen, 375 yards, four TDs, zero interceptions, and then I wrote fool's gold, Jonathan? <laughs> question mark, question mark. Hey, I've said it. I've said uh, it, and I'll say it again. I don't mind being wrong. I, I could still be right. He could be fool's gold. They were picking on one corner out there too that just looked like just so so outmatched. He just he looked. Mm. Uh, I felt bad for the guy. Um, I mean, if anybody's gonna throw a punch, just throw a punch and get kicked out of the game instead of getting turned around on every route. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so uh, we'll see. But I uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh Allen looked really good, and uh, he he made a couple boneheaded things. But uh, oh well, you know he looked good. I can't hate. Yeah. As much well, as he like didn't to. throw two interceptions like Nick Mullins. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's another that's, thing. He looked helps. horrible. Mm-hmm. He looked bad. I shouldn't say horrible. He looked bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, upset of the week. I want to give ourselves the Svenafel podcast a pat on the back. We did not yeah. say, we did not think they would win this game, but we did say that this is the worst case uh, look for an 11-0 team. And then the Steelers yeah. proved it by going out there and just looked, I don't know, lethargic or they have been getting dicked around by the league a little bit, but they came out flat as hell against the, the football team. They did. Um, yeah, this um, y- you just you just knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. You knew they were going to lose a game. Yeah, I did not particularly expect this to be the one they were going to lose. No, me neither. I thought it'd be more like, I think they got the Colts coming up. I thought that one they could lose. Yeah. Um, I was looking at, uh, I mean, when I look at Alex Smith, I'm just like, ah, they don't have enough to keep up. But, I mean, if you hold them to 17, that's Ron Rivera over there, right? Yeah. I mean. Riverboat Ron. Riverboat Ron. Yeah. So, kudos to them, man. They, uh, they did their thing, man. Uh, and then finally, yeah, I got, everyone, shit got learned list. So I'm gonna save most of what I want to say about that game for later. <laughs> okay. And finally, the uh, <laughs> Ravens beat the Cowboys 34 to 17. No real surprises there. I guess the Ravens looked better than anybody expected. They looked better than I expected, at least. Well, I think what happened here is that this was one of the first games of the season where the Ravens really just put somebody away. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's like true. that's been kind of the, the the complaint all year. Like, yeah, we still believe in Lamar Jackson. We still think the Ravens are good. But, God, they're not. Mm-hmm. They're not putting any sort of like the Steelers, too. It was like yeah. same kind of problem. Like they're not really dominant. We feel like they should be dominating teams. Um, yeah. And they really, I mean, the Cowboys probably have the worst run defense in the NFL. And that was uh, on full display. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, Lamar Jackson ran them into the ground. I think they had, I just watched the highlights of this game this morning. I mean, they had, they had three dudes with like over 70 yards rushing. Yeah, man. I was going to say JK Dobbins is a rookie and I like the way he looked and, uh, <laughs> Gus Edwards got to give him a shout out because mm. he went to the U. So, uh, he had a, yeah. a big run too. And then Lamar Jackson just looked really comfortable and smooth the whole game. It seemed like he had complete control of the game. And I was glad for him. Like I said, he's a Florida boy, so I'm glad for for them. Yeah, they looked good. This was a perfect get right game for them. Maybe um, maybe it's what they need to make that playoff push. I don't know, but um, yeah, Shit, I feel like that. Oh, I still feel a little weird about them. I feel like they benefited the most from all of this COVID reshuffling. Yeah. I still think it's a little strange that, that they got an extra day 
yeah. to prepare. And this, if, yeah, didn't... if the Steelers could have played last night, they would have won. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. I don't, uh, know. I don't know. Nobody knows. Um, I mean, I don't care that the Steelers lost. Nah, but if I were a Steelers fan, I'd be really fucking pissed. Yeah, I'd be this. annoyed at the very least. Uh, shit got learned. Yeah. Should I go first? Yeah, go for it. What you got as rookie of the year so far? Ooh. Uh, shit. Well, if you would ask me that question last week, I would have said Justin Herbert. But Okay. Everybody's been uh, saying Justin Herbert. Uh, <clears throat> there's this, uh, yeah, and then Justin Herbert laid an egg. A goose egg, to be exact. Um, but Justin Jefferson is quietly taking the league by storm over in Minnesota. That's a good point, actually. And it's uh, a very good point. A rookie wide receiver looking like that, making Kirk Cousins look. Yeah, this, what did what did they say about him in the in the game? I think he's put up uh, first. He's he's got over a thousand yards. Yeah. Oh, does no? he? Oh, if he's got that, then he... I, they were talking about like that. He's he's uh his numbers are basically matching up to what Randy, Randy Moss, Moss did in his rookie season. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't remember if it was like they have the same or if he has more. I can't oh, yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. He, but it's he's like got, he's I, got a thousand. He's got over a thousand. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. Uh, so. First, first, first rookie wide receiver to have a thousand yards since Randy Moss, I think. Maybe I don't remember. They said something about that. Uh, but yeah, that's a great point. He's um. Everybody's talking about he's Justin really Herbert. Fun to watch. People are like, oh, since Herbert's having a, a rough go at it and his team is doing worse, then we're gonna have to say Tua. No, man, stop only thinking these awards are for quarterbacks. Justin Jefferson is the best rookie out there, and he's making his team look good. Well, uh, I got a couple of shit got learns. Uh, well, but one is just a quick one. I think I feel like going. In, I, I feel like Kyler Murray is too one dimensional, uh, and I feel like now there's there's enough tape on this dude uh, that people have basically figured him out, and this has happened what three weeks in a row. Yeah. Uh, where he's you know, ever since the so-called Hail Murray, um, <laughs> yeah. you know this guy has been shit, and and it kind of reminds me of what I felt like going into the season before the season even started, and we were having these conversations about how certain teams and certain players get force-fed on you. Mm-hmm. I feel like at the beginning of the season, this team was the number one team they were trying to force feed. Like, hey, the Cardinals are going to be good this year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I was like, I don't see it. I'm sorry. And yeah. then for a long time, I kind of felt like I was like, well, shit, maybe I was wrong and they were right. But no, I feel like, fuck them. I'm right. They're overhyped. He's too one-dimensional. Uh, it, it, they need more pieces to get that that team where they want to take it. Uh, he's still a good it. quarterback. Yeah, they'll get it. They're early get in that it. thing. Yeah. But, but I, I'm I won't even be remotely surprised if they miss the playoffs this year. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know uh, if they have the right coach, but yeah, but that's beside the point. Yeah, you might be right about that. One of the other things I learned was uh, regarding the Steelers. Um, Steelers need to get some stickum. You remember stickum? You ever hear stickum? <laughs> of course. The, uh, that spray stuff. Yeah. Okay, so stick them. Now you see all the players wearing gloves. Back in our day, when I played, <laughs> on the sidelines, we had stick them. It was a spray can full of, it's basically just, I guess it's just glue in yeah. a in an aerosol can. You spray <laughs> it on your hand so you don't drop the ball. The Steelers have a very real problem, oddly enough, considering how many good receivers that they have. Um, for several weeks in a row, these guys have dropped over five six, seven passes, uh, you know, big ones. Yeah. And I looked this up. Uh, two weeks in a row, um, they've dropped passes that, you know, last week they nearly lost the game because of it. This week they did. Uh, seven drops in that game. Uh, 31 drops on the season. Damn. The most in the NFL by far. Wow, I didn't know Isn't that. Isn't that surprising? Yeah. Considering their receiver core, everybody would you talks ever about imagine it, yeah. that they lead the league in drop passes? Wow. Everybody talks about how who's their scout. They always have these a new guy every year. Receiving core so good. Claypool this. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah, shit got uh, learned by me. And too. My, yeah, my final shit got learned is related to your uh, coach, Brian Flores. Mm. So I had read that he, in the post-game uh, interview, uh, that that he basically kind of apologized for going onto the field. You know, you gotta have poise. And I was like, you gotta have poise. He doesn't. I was like, he doesn't mean that. No, no. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't really mean that. He's just saying what he has to say. Really? But anyway, I went looking for the post-game interview, and I thought I had found it, and I realized that I ha- was looking at a some post-game from another game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before I cut away from it to go find the one from this past week, I looked more closely, and I realized something about Brian Flores that I didn't know before. And which explained him rushing onto the field like this. Brian Flores, at least in some part, is a hockey fan. Oh, because he had the Panthers because hat on. Yeah. In this interview, yeah, he's wearing the week. Florida Panthers hat. And I got so excited. I was like, it explains everything. That's exactly. <laughs> he's got hockey. Even if he doesn't understand the game, even if he's not a real fan, I guarantee you he's been to a hockey game. And I feel like, that ex- I feel like it's in his blood. Like he has <laughs> hockey DNA in his blood. Yeah. And that's what caused him to charge out onto the field like that. I was very excited to see that Brian Flores may potentially <laughs> be a hockey fan. Uh, we got to find me, that that's out. my, these are my, find those two, like for me, that's it. Those two, those two main sporting loves that I have are NFL football and hockey. And, <laughs> they and I like both of them for similar I like both of them for similar reasons, yeah. uh, but I feel like Brian Flores brought something that was so hockey mm-hmm. to an NFL game that you just don't normally see like that. And it was I was I was all in for it. And to see him wearing that Panthers hat, I was like, okay, that's it. It's confirmed. He's a hockey fan. <laughs> he gave it. them a shout out before <laughs> the interview started. It gave them a shout out. The Panthers. Mm. Uh, that's so cool. Uh, my two were the Giants are frisky. Obviously, yep. they are. They're, they're going to be spoilers, and uh, the Bengals are dirty. Ever the NFL should be on the lookout for the Giants being a team that you can't look past, and the Bengals being a team that you got to look out for. So that's yeah. my two things. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Uh, well, I guess we talked enough about our teams for the for the week. Uh, we can. Uh, you want to do a quick playoff snapshot? What it's looking like now? Uh yeah, absolutely. Mm, let's see, where are we? Uh well, w- well we'd also be remiss if we didn't mention that, you know, given that Jalen Hurts is going to start next week, Carson Wentz is officially the most expensive backup quarterback in NFL history. Oh. Uh, they should trade <laughs> salaries when you bench somebody. Like if you bench, it's so funny. if you bench a quarterback, you should the the the, mm. the backup should get that quarterback salary since they get paid by the week anyway. So it's like, all right, you were mm. gonna make uh, you know, seventy thousand, but now you're gonna make two hundred and eighty thousand today, <laughs> or one point eight million today, uh, because Carson Wentz was playing shitty. You know what? That oddly, it makes a ton of sense because it's like, I mean, think about any other profession. Right. Like if you think about a company, it's like, okay, well, you know, the lower level people get paid this much money. Uh, You know, middle management gets paid this much. You know, the dudes who run the show, the CEO, the CFO, they're getting paid this much. If the C if the CEO gets fired and somebody else goes in his place, uh, then that guy's going to be making that money now. So it makes a lot of sense, actually. Somebody should let you run the NFL. Actually, I I don't know. Somebody mentioned that once before. Yes, but, uh, yes. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> All right. So let's um, – Ooh. Chiefs are now number one. Number one in the AFC. So we should we go down to AFC? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so number one, in, uh, the Steelers have to buy that's right very, now. That's very misleading the yeah, way they it put is. it up there. Yeah. Like <laughs> and the Chiefs have, basically, have clinched their division. But if the Steelers lose right. out, they're saying, if they lose out – they sure. can still lose. Sure. And Baltimore went out. The Bills are third. Yep. Mm-hmm. They just they went up a spot. The Titans went down to fourth mm-hmm. seed. Browns are fifth, 
Dolphins sixth, and Colts are seventh. Mm. On the NFC side. Oh, and uh, let's do outside looking in, man. Outside looking in on the bubble, as they call it. The Raiders, Ravens, yep. Patriots, Broncos. And Texans, I guess. Huh? Nah, I, don't, I wouldn't say that. I would say the Ravens and Raiders are the ones that could possibly do, hop in there. And unless those two teams, if you're a Patriots fan, you're really going to root against the Ravens and the Raiders so that you can sneak on. I mean, this, the Patriots making it in, this is, that, is, I still feel like it's very unlikely, but it, it does not seem impossible. No, it's not impossible, and uh, they could win out. It's not If they end up 10-6, and six, man, teams better watch out. The only thing is uh, Cam Newton just does not look like MVP Cam Newton. It looks like he no. can't. Uh, it, imagine if they had that Cam Newton. They would be terrified, but then they wouldn't be 6-6. Six and six. <clears throat> uh, I don't know who they play for the rest of the season, but, I mean, if they come up against a good run defense, the Patriots are screwed. They play the Rams uh, next. <laughs> the next game is the Rams. <laughs> If they win that they game, be- then we can start war. Like, oh shit, watch out! Oh my god, the league's gonna go ape shit if the Patriots win that game. Yeah, yeah, they would love that, imagine? man. Especially, oh, because the league, can the you league, imagine? the league's come shot of the year would be the Patriots versus Bucks <laughs> at the end. That's their ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're absolutely right. <laughs> The the NFL's yeah. cum shot is Bucks Patriots, so remember that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Let's do the uh, NFC. <laughs> we got the Saints number one, Packers number two, yep. who I think is the scariest mm-hmm. team in the NFC still. Uh, the yep. Rams number three, Giants mm-hmm. number four because they're winning that division. Uh, Seahawks <laughs> number five. Uh, <laughs> I like how you laugh at the division. Bucks number six, <laughs> just coming off a of bye, so the Bucks are charged up, and they're playing the Vikings, who are number seven. That's a game to watch for uh, for next week. We can talk about that on the next yeah. episode. On the bubble, we got the Cardinals now uh, outside looking in, but the Vikings could slip up. They play the Bucks, so that's going to be a, a live and well. Cardinals play the Giants. We said they're spoilers. Uh, Interesting. Chicago plays the Texans. Why are they on the bubble? I don't know. And then the Lions, I guess that's as far as we could go, man. Lions and then Niners. Niners losing well, to Buffalo Hurt. I mean, there's so many teams on the bubble yeah, man. here because, because you know, the Vikings, yeah. who, the Vikings who occupy the the seventh playoff spot on the NFC side, I mean, they're only six and six. Yeah. Cardinals are six and six. Bears are five and seven. Lions are five and seven. 49ers are five and seven. I mean, I, I mean there's not that much time. Yeah. Left, uh, yeah, but they're I mean, right all on their tails. Very, plausible, yeah. very, very plausible scenarios. Uh, I mean, the Giants and the and the football team are tied, uh, but but I guess the Giants have some kind of tiebreaker yeah, division ahead record, of it. Maybe they're head to head division record, yeah. probably. I mean, the Falcons, yeah, forget about it. Four and eight, no. <laughs> I and the Falcons have. Y'all really needed that win. Y'all needed that victory over the Saints and couldn't pull it out. Taysom Hill just ate that ass up. And I think the Falcons are in a competition for the most difficult end of the season with the Dolphins. Uh, Because, let's see, this week I think we play the Chargers, which, you know, we could win that game. But then we have Bucks, Chiefs, Bucks again. Yo, another game. Oh, I just saw this. Buffalo versus Steelers next week. Yeah, I think the Steelers could lose that game. Imagine they lose two in a row. Yes. Very possible. Yes. If the Bills beat the Steelers coming off a loss, like the Steelers going to be – Mike Thomas going to break a foot off in their ass, and then they come out (laughs) and lose to Buffalo, everybody's going to say Buffalo is – it's gonna be Buffalo Chiefs AFC final. Let's let's do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Man, have the have the Bills played the Chiefs? Uh, don't know. They're actually. supposed to play, so the Bills have to play the Steelers and the Chiefs. Yeah, they did play the Chiefs, but the Chiefs beat them. They beat played? them late. Okay, all right. They beat them late. 
Wow, man. Uh, so if the Bills up here yeah. nine and three, if they come out next week ten and three, there's no den- denying those guys, man. That's gonna be mm-hmm. a fun one to watch, man. Buffalo versus Steelers. I'll probably yeah. watch that instead of uh Dolphins getting dragged by the Chiefs. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, because we got some we got some good ones coming up this week for sure. Man, exciting. Alright, so we'll do a quick fan mail. We got Fan mail. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this is from, uh, I I just mistakenly, earlier this episode, I said we didn't have a Packers fan when I read my, I hadn't updated my little checklist here. So we do have a Packers. So there's only a few, a few teams left. All right, so this one is uh, a fan mail, (laughs) and they, they wrote the email. Fan mail from a cheesehead. Oh, shit. Nice. Fan mail like from a cheesehead. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, y'all. Uh, Packers fans in the house. I became a fan when I was studying during a high school year in Kentucky and watched the Super Bowl. What's that? 45 that year. My friends were Packers fans and not fans of Big Ben in parentheses, because of the sexual assault allegations, you know. It sounds so, like you have good, good friends. Yeah, it sounds like you got good friends. It also sounds like you didn't know much about the NFL at the time. Because <laughs> then right. you can't cheer for anybody. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope the Packers make it far in the playoffs this season and that the Steelers ruin their undefeated streak. Great podcast. Keep it up. Thanks, man. Appreciate you, Oscar. Uh, sent us that. So we do have a Packers fan and uh, thanks yeah. for the mail. You guys send in your fan uh, mail and your origin stories and whatnot. We really love reading them. We've gotten a lot too. We'll keep reading them as the episodes go because uh, that's really fun uh, finding out how people across the planet enjoy football. And and even mm-hmm. even we have some listeners at stateside. They can send theirs into. Normally we're born into it, but some people pick a team later. I wasn't always a Dolphins fan, by the way. I don't know if you know that, because mm-hmm. uh, my dad is from Chicago, so he made me root for the Bears. I did the Super Bowl shuffle as a kid. Uh, right. When the, when they had that whole dance, when they, they knew they were going to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I I know about I know about the uh, changing teams. It's possible. My mom's from Miami. Yep. I grew up in Miami, and I became I performed for uh, the. Uh, Miami Dolphins halftime show. Nice. As a, a at a charity basketball game, that's when I met Zach Thomas, and uh, mm. and we, well, actually, we performed for Wayne Huizinga's wife, Marty Huizinga, rest in peace, uh, who uh, mm-hmm. was one of the founders of the Boys and Girls Club. Added girls to Boys Club, Boys and Girls Club in uh, <laughs> in South Florida. So we used to perform at all of their events. And uh, we did a thing for their birthday party, for her birthday, where we made a music video, uh, where we, it was Marty's party, and we're jamming and jumping, <laughs> and I was pretending <laughs> to play the drums, my little afro and shit, and uh, because of that, yes. I got, we got kind of, they like took us under their wing, they were really involved with the Boys and Girls Club, so being close with the Heisinger, not close, but being familiar with the Heisinger family was what made me, mm. we got Dolphins gear and stuff like that, so I was like, that's my team, man. Mm. <laughs> so this was in that's like cool. freshman year of high school. And that's when I switched from being a Bears fan to being a Dolphins fan because I can't wear Dolphins gear and root for the Bears. And the Makes games sense. are on locally. You can watch every game. Back then, there was no red zone and all that shit. So that's my origin mm. story. So that's how it could be, man. You can be from a uh, – you can change teams at some time in your life. Just let us know how you uh, how you did it. Uh, mm. next next episode, I want you to tell me your uh, how I don't know. You've always been a Falcons fan, right? Yeah, but I there is a little wrinkle to my uh, nice. football fandom okay. for sure. All right, cool. Yeah. I can't wait to hear that. Uh, we've been going too long. Um, sorry. Oh, no need to apologize. It's fun. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Thank you guys for listening to Spin Up It's been Jonathan Rollins. Sorry. And we'll see you guys on Friday. Peace. Later, y'all.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.